Welcome to the Gaining Momentum Podcast with your hosts, Abby and Megan. This is the podcast where we try our best to parent our kids for the world we want them to grow up in and the world we live in now. Hello, hello, everyone in the Gaining Momentum community. It's Abby and Megan back again for another mini-sode. So, Abby, how's it going? How are you feeling? I'm feeling pretty good. I think we should just say off the top, we mm-hmm. are recording this mini-sode on the night of Monday, November 2nd. So we right. are living in the last moments of the before, whatever the before <laughs> it is. I think we should just say that off the top. Yeah, we definitely need to say that off the top. And it does feel like a very weird, calm before a very inevitable storm type Whatever of moment. Whatever that storm might be, we don't know. Whatever, read whatever you need to into that statement for whatever you're about to hear. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> I do think- whatever we know at the time that you're hearing this. Yeah, and I do think we're feeling a little weird because it is like a, it's a weird moment. Weird, weird, weird. <laughs> <laughs> weird, 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 weird. Otherwise weird. though, how are you? Doing okay. Yeah. Aside from that and the anticipatory moment that we're sitting in, good though. Good. I'm glad that we're back connecting. Of course. I'm excited to, I'm excited to uh, talk a little bit about some of the feedback from episode seven, part two of Parental Mental Health. Yeah. I think that episode seems to have struck a chord with a lot of people. There was mm-hmm. a lot of engagement around it and a lot of people have listened to it. So thank you for that, everyone. And let's keep talking about mental health. Mental Health Awareness Month is over, but mental health conversations are not. No, not at all. And it was really interesting for Abby and I to see such a hunger for those two episodes and the discussions that we were having. Um, You know, and it's probably just like the intersection of a lot of things that are happening in this moment that we clearly can't be done having that conversation. It's going to be something that we definitely continue to integrate in other stuff that we talk about because it's just like the foundation, right? Absolutely. And so let's uh, continue on, I guess, and let's see what people had to say about talking it Mm. out. You know, we talked a lot about self-care in our Mm -hmm. episode seven. And what I, the sense I got from some of the responses and the way that people engage with that idea was that people know it's important. They really want it in their life, but not everybody is finding it super easy to access. Mm -hmm. So we definitely have listeners who like, we're very open and honest about all the things that maybe they're able to do or that they need to do doing enough of that stuff. Mm -hmm. So I'm glad that we're having the conversation at least to like, there's no shame in any of this, right? Just to get people thinking about uh, maybe what that needs to look like for them. If it hasn't been something that's been a priority or that they've not really been able to make a priority. So that's half the battle, right? We have the conversation to like self-evaluate and figure out what we need, or maybe we don't, maybe we're, we're doing good with whatever it is Mm -hmm. that our habits are right now. And it's just another way that we learn more about each other and that we can help each other out. So if it's something you realize that you want more of, but you need some help accessing it or figuring out mm. what that looks like for you, now that's something that you can think about and you can reach out to people in your lives or you can reach out to us mm. and we can continue the conversations. Yeah, absolutely. We asked a really purposeful question of our community about if folks <laughs> <laughs> are accessing like a counselor or some kind of have some kind of clinical relationship. Mm-hmm. And that was like, you know, we we're all about destigmatizing and normalizing these conversations 
particularly around this piece. And if you didn't catch that from the episode, that we're really pro counseling, <laughs> like super into it, like maybe you, to the yeah. point where our counselors are probably like, "You guys are a little bit too into this." I know. Stop calling. Chill out. <laughs> I'm gonna refer you on to someone else. <laughs> that was really cool because people. I feel like we got like a high volume of response on people wanting to share. So whether they were really eager, just you know be able to say, yes, I have this kind of relationship and it's really important for me or, you know, open and honest with, I no, I don't. And whether that feels necessary or not, totally not sure, but mm-hmm. um, maybe it gets people thinking about what other resources might be out there, might be supportive. Exactly. Yeah. So that was, I just really like that um, the volume of response suggested to me that uh, everybody's kind of working on the same page to try to destigmatize that part of the conversation. Yeah, that people felt comfortable answering and that they were happy to share their answers, whether it was, yes, I do, uh, I do see a counselor, or no, I don't currently, or mm-hmm. no, I'm in a good place and I don't feel like I need to, but maybe that's something I will in the future. Mm-hmm. Totally. Just keeps the door open, right? Mm-hmm. We also asked about um, whether awareness months and like, you know, having a very visible discussion around mental health and wellness and parental mental health helps people in these conversations. And so most, mostly across the board, people did express that it does help them feel like they can talk about it Mm -hmm. when there is visibility. Mm -hmm. It's just mental health awareness months are just sort of a reminder too, right? Because Mm -hmm. it's really easy to put your own mental health on the back burner and just not prioritize it or not really feel like you can bring it to the forefront and have these discussions. But Mm -hmm. then when it's all up in your face, you're like, you know what, maybe this is something I can and should and need to want to talk about. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Just parents across the board really need that reminder that their mental health is important Mm -hmm. and it is a priority um, as much as everything else that everybody is, you know, asking them to juggle. So good job, parents. I think everybody's doing the best they can. Yes. I'm proud of you all. Yes. As Busy Phillips would say, we're just yep. doing our best. Doing our best. And Abby and I have been doing our best at trying to have the conversation and create space for it. We did also ask, and the, just one that I wanted to note about like how folks are making mental health a family affair, mm-hmm. getting everyone in their household sort of like involved in thinking about mental health and wellness. There was like a th- kind of themes around how just normalizing something like counseling lends itself to uh, like other folks in the household accessing that or like being comfortable with you know having that kind of relationship as well whether that's like a partner or children or whatever yeah there's just like a real theme around like normalizing conversations about mental health I'm really inspired by folks who are really doing that within their own households Mm -hmm. mental health is for parents mental health is for kids mental health is for everyone everyone (laughs) and lastly and most importantly I was just really interested we were interested uh, in knowing what people were doing for Halloween. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I would necessarily say most importantly, but <laughs> but yeah, actually, it's Halloween Awareness Month. So, <laughs> so what were people doing for Halloween in this COVID year of ours? And it was a pretty mixed bag, which I think speaks to like also just like everybody making the right choice for their own family and their own circumstance about mm-hmm. how to celebrate or participate in this like cultural event that we call Halloween which like I was thinking about such a bizarre cultural tradition but I'm here for it yeah well it's for some people it's just like a license for cultural appropriation oh absolutely 
which is ugh, I can't slippery we slope. still have to have this conversation I know about like why you shouldn't do blackface or oh, why God, you shouldn't wear like a first nation's headdress or yeah. why <laughs> you shouldn't go as a geisha yeah yeah Ooh, my whole body just cringe I would like to think in the last at least five years like there's a more visible and audible cultural conversation about that about the idea of appropriation but because of that it's that much more like stunning when we still you know do see it or even like you're in the halloween store and you see like you know a super racist costume Mm -hmm. where are you living under a rock like how is this still a thing how is this still a thing it can be like a really like messy i don't is it a holiday what are we calling it event sure but it can also be really fun yeah oh i love halloween because i also just i love a good theme party i love a costumed event i love an excuse to get creative in my attire especially in this year which i just live in leggings (laughs) yeah i know i love halloween at the end of the day so what did what did your like what did you guys do how did you choose to celebrate the day off my partner made orange pancakes orange colored pancake basically rocked up in the morning and was just like you know it'd be really great if we could make pancakes that look like pumpkins we have food coloring so i pretty much just like put food coloring on the counter and was like okay bye and then like (laughs) left my partner to execute this plan that i decided on yeah and came back and he 100 delivered and they turned Mm -hmm. out really great they're these beautiful bright orange pancakes our kid loved it i loved it he loved it so yeah it went well well done oh we did this activity called spooky water that my sister-in-law had sent us where you just put kind of mixed black paint and water so that you can't see into the water Mm -hmm. and then you hide a bunch of things in the water so then you have to stick your hand in and pull them all out that's so cool yeah and my son loved that we played that for like conservatively an hour and a half it was great like it was just a fun activity so thanks to my sister-in-law for sending us that one yeah, awesome. And then we did drive through trick-or-treating. Lovely. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, it was great. It was quick. And the candy haul that my kid got from that was impressive. <laughs> like, it was just, yeah, at the P&E, we drove through. You put your bag out the window. Somebody mm-hmm. comes up to the window and just, like, hucks candy into the bag. So we got, like, popcorn and candy apple mm-hmm. and cotton candy and chocolate bars and... Oh, my gosh, that's amazing. Gummy candy and just, like, a bag of... I don't even know what they are. Like just an assortment of candy. Just so much candy. So much candy. So our family, you know, we usually kind of go big on Halloween and we will often meet up with like a bunch of other families and maybe even go to a different neighborhood where there's kind of notoriously excellent Mm -hmm. trick-or-treating. But because of like the situation and where things were at, we just wanted to do our part and not be doing that this year. Mm -hmm. Um, So we stuck around home. And just sort of like the four of us did our thing on Saturday. We did trick or treat very purposefully and intentionally. And like kids were masked up and we had all the, all the accoutrement to like clean candy and, you know, like alcohol wipes, all that stuff in the wagon. Um, And I was thinking about how awesome Halloween was this year because of all the innovation. We came across so many house, like most places had some form of a candy shoot, Um, all about the candy shoots like I didn't see any in person I only saw them in pictures yeah yeah amazing like people got super creative I also noticed that like a lot of folks went all out with their decor just to Mm -hmm. I don't know bring 
some joy to this tough moment that everyone's been living in. Um, a lot of full-size candy bars, which I'm not <laughs> hating, and neither were my children. And I think like the other nice thing in our family was we do go with like a larger group usually and there's like a lot of older kids and so my older kid will kind of group with the older kids and they kind of take off um and then the littles are kind of left behind a little bit yeah yeah and this year it was like my two kids kind of had each other for this event and it was kind of a lovely bonding experience that they otherwise probably wouldn't have had nice Well, I hope to everybody listening that you had a happy Halloween, however you chose to celebrate it, whether that Mm -hmm. was celebrating it as the end of the harvest in the way that it was Mm -hmm. originally brought, whether it was kind of leaning to more towards the celebrating of ancestors who have passed, or if you were Mm -hmm. trick-or-treating and you were like us, just going for that candy. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I hope everybody managed to stay safe and have a good time. Yeah, me too. Well said. Okay, Meg, do you want to play a game again? I have. Absolutely. Okay, I'm that person who does all those BuzzFeed quizzes and stuff. Oh, because... me too. I know. What, okay, I know good. every Disney character I am. <laughs> I know what character from Step by Step. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and so I found a BuzzFeed self care checklist. Oh, perfect. I haven't done it yet, so I don't know how long this is. Oh, I probably should have checked that. But whatever, (laughs) we're in it now. This is not a mini-sode anymore. (laughs) It says, this basic self-care checklist will help you gauge how well you've been taking care of yourself. Figure out if you're treating yourself right. So I'm going to pull up two windows and we can each come up with our answers. Okay. Okay. Feel free to play along at home, (laughs) listener. Okay, so it just says check all that apply. Okay, should I pull up? something too or are you Ooh, just gonna yeah sweet situation yeah hold on uh let me send the link okay so we're, both, we're just gonna do it yeah yeah so so check all that apply you've okay. been to the dentist within the past year yes yes i have which it can i say there have been years where i could not have said yes to that I'm oh yeah but this year honest. yes this year i'm on top of it i actually just got my night guard for Ooh. for clenching at night the 2020 yeah, clench i was gonna say that's a very 2020 year i feel <laughs> yeah. like i've had so many conversations about night guards this year oh my gosh i'm gonna take a picture of me and my night guard and i'm gonna put it on the instagram because it is wild all right you're welcome everyone <laughs> you've been to the doctor within the past year yes, yes. i'm a woman that's the <laughs> thing that we do you exercise regularly Define yes. regularly. <laughs> and this is a shout out to my uh, workout crew. And by workout crew, I mean, we just message each other about fun workouts that we've done recently to keep each other motivated. That's awesome. If anybody wants to start a workout crew, let us know. I feel like that could be like a, a group chat or something. Oh yeah. Twitch um, and Allison. Twitch and Allison's dance workouts. Ooh, I mean, yeah. They have very cute kids also. Um, yes. Okay. So can you define regularly though for me? More often than not, I guess. I don't know. Whatever regularly like means. <laughs> two, three times a week. Yeah. Sure. Okay. I can say sure. that. Okay. You mostly avoid junk food. No. I cannot check that. I can't even finish that sentence. The answer no. is no. I got it. Just scrolled through. There are like 1 million questions. So we're going to have to go a little faster. Okay. Okay. You, okay. You generally try to eat healthy meals. Yes. Yeah. Generally. I mean, I try. That doesn't always mean successful. Yeah. If you drink, you do it in moderation. Yeah. Honestly, it depends on the day, but I yeah. will say overall it averages to moderation. I would say it averages to moderation, yeah. You do yoga? No. Sometimes. I can check it because sometimes I do. You meditate? Yes. Yes. You brush your teeth at least twice a day? <laughs> yes. You put on sunscreen regularly? Yes. Yes. You moisturize your face daily? Yes. Hell yeah. You moisturize your body daily? Uh, yeah, I'm black, so yes. Um, I don't, and I need to. 
Black people so, moisturize regularly. That is the thing that we do. Uh, I, I could really kick up my moisturizing game, but I'm good about my face. I'm just not good about everywhere else. No matter how busy you are, you try to reserve a little time for yourself every day. Try. I'm going to take that as operative words. So yes. Try. Yeah. I'll say that too. You drink at least two liters of water a day. No. God, no. I do sometimes, but not, not lately. So I won't check it. So you consciously- coffee and I qualify. <laughs> you consciously limit your time on your cell phone. I mean, no. No. And you also limit your time on social media. No. no. I want to. You keep your desk slash, work- slash workspace neat. No. 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 You've cleaned out your closet at least once this year. Mm, this year? No. no. I did no. last year. Yeah. Last year, I wore my veil from my bachelorette party, cranked up, <laughs> cranked up the Lizzo album, and drank rosé because I was just being as basic as possible <laughs> and cleaned out my closet. That was towards Love the end it. of last year. So you know what? I'm counting it. Yeah, count it. I have not, and I really need to. So that's a good reminder. And it's mostly still organized now. Yes. No, no. I know. Maybe I'll be. You get at least eight hours of sleep a day. No. Hell no. You don't smoke or you're working on quitting. No, yes, I don't smoke. I, so yes. I don't smoke. I can click that. You have a I hobby that makes you happy. I'm doing that hobby with you right now. Yay, right? me too. <laughs> click. You've ended a relationship or friendship that wasn't serving you. Ooh. Mm. I'm excited to talk about this more when we do our episode oh. nine. Yeah, me too. We're going to talk uh, friendship. But have I ended a friendship that wasn't serving me well? Um, you know what? Let's revisit this by episode nine. Some things yeah. are a work in progress. Okay. Yeah, I haven't. So turns out this quiz is hella long. It is 42 <laughs> questions and you probably don't need to hear us go through all of them, though we did. So mm-hmm. we will snip out some of that, but we will hit you up with what our final answers are. And we will post the link in our link tree on our Instagram account and also in the show notes so that you can do the quiz and see how you're doing with your self-care. Final question. You check in with yourself regularly to see how you're doing. Yes. Working on it for sure. Okay. Um, show your results. Show your results. Uh, oh. uh, I'm a novice. Me too. I'm a self-care novice. I'm you in want the to read red. what that says? Yep. You've got all the basics of self-care down, but chances are you're still navigating the tricky waters of setting boundaries, saying no to things that don't serve you, and being choosy about where to invest your energy. You might struggle with feeling guilty or missing out when you do things like that, but trust us, preserving your precious energy and time is the greatest gift you can give yourself. Did okay. you say the same thing? Yeah. So we're works in progress. We are, and that actually yeah, like, that's about really right. nails me down. That's pretty accurate. It's a little eerie, actually. Well, thanks for playing, Meg. Yeah, thank you. Can't wait to talk again. Yeah, in the meantime, if you haven't caught up on both of the mental health episodes, please do that mm-hmm. and reach out to us if you have anything you want to share with us about that. See you next time. You're doing great. We love you, community. If you like what you just heard, please subscribe to our podcast wherever you find podcasts. Gaining Momentum is written, produced, and edited by Abby and Megan. With music by Evan Dysart. And podcast art by Catherine Katja. And a special thank you to our podcast mentor, Belle, from the podcast Thirst World Problems. Thanks, Belle. Thanks, Belle. And if you want to find any more info on any of their work, please check out the links in our podcast description.